0: hey guys you're here i'm here i'm pleased you know i love the company shout out to everybody for being here this is me danny and you're listening to just saying podcast vanessa bryant they came up on a couple mealies (laughs) y'all so it's not a funny story here's the situation vanessa bryant if you don't know Is the widow to Kobe Bryant and remember not too long ago Kobe Bryant passed away his daughter and a couple other people on the basketball team that he was coaching they passed away from a plane crash and um, the reason why there was a lawsuit was because there were some photos that were released to the public of their bodies and Those pictures could only have been taken by first responders. So Vanessa Bryant sued the city because your people were supposed to be working and helping. And what they were doing was taking pictures of my deceased husband and my daughter. And then they released those, those, they sent those pictures to social media outlets, to some bloggers or something like that. And they ended up on the internet. I believe that they were like wiped off the internet. I don't think you can find them anywhere uh, because, you know, sometimes you got enough power to do such things. But before they were there were some people who saw them like on the, the first day you know that it happened they went out real quick and it's like city of um Los Angeles is this what your people do I mean we already know what their people do we've seen their people do lots of things the their police force especially but we don't I don't know and I didn't look into it so you know judge your, your own self but I don't know if It was, um, you know, police, fire, paramedics. I don't know who it was, but those photos were taken with the intent on selling them. And then they were actually released. So I believe that there was some reprimanding from the city. And then there was also, I believe there was some you know, um, situation with whatever outlets released these photos, because it was so tasteless. It was so tasteless and unnecessary. But the the sad thing is, there's a great population who would have really looked at those pictures. And, you know, just just to see and be able to see it. It's traumatizing enough. And also, I believe that those photos were released either right before or right after she found out that her husband had passed like and her daughter and so it's just like and and, and and what is what is your moral compass like y'all don't even care about this family no you were just trying to get shock and money and it, it's sad how you know how bad people will go or how far people will go or how low people will go to get a picture to be known or be the first one. Some things you just got to say, uh-uh, I'm not showing that. I'm not showing that. But people people are low and people want to be like, I, got, I had it first. I got it. Nobody else wanted it. And even if somebody wanted it, people at least had enough sense to know, we can't put this out here. We can't put this out here, but somebody did. And now Vanessa Bryant has won the lawsuit, $28.5 million lawsuit against the city of Los Angeles. Was it worth it? It's crazy, you know. And then, you know, that money comes from taxpayers. I I swear that when these people do these things, it should come out of their pension. You know, it should, when whenever any of this nonsense is happening, it should come out of their pension. When, when when I was at my old job, and we had to keep track of people's money, if 50 cent was missing, it needed to come out of our pocket. If $5 was missing, it needed to come out of our pocket. You know, there wasn't no covering for that. It's, you know, sometimes you just... I don't, I mean, I'm not really sure because I never really had any missing money, but I believe that, you know, we work with a certain population, that population, you know, sometimes you might just drop a dollar, you know, 50 cent or, you know, you put 50 cent in. For a little gumball machine or something, you don't even really keep track of that because there's no way to get a receipt or whatnot. But you got to put that in, and I just feel like if you're doing something where you're trying to get some money, when we got to pay out money, that got to come out y'all's pension. Because I believe more people would be like, "Don't do it, dog." Because I'm, 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 I'm not trying to pay. I'm not trying to pay into the oops, the city that messed up fund again. You know. And so I just I think congratulations and moving forward, hopefully, you know, some of these people will think more. But we already know it don't matter where you go. It's going to be careless and heartless people. So there's that. But she did. She did win. And this is um, Women's History Month. So this is the perfect time for her to win said uh Money during the women's women's history is a women's history month. Women celebrate women. I don't know something about women. This month is about the women, <laughs> all women, from what I understand. But you know, this was this was a good win. We're gonna keep rolling with women this month, this this week, because there's a couple. You know, I, I just kind of feel like you know we need to celebrate what's happening, the wins for women this month. Who remember the brat? The the rapper the brat. Who remembers her? Um, not that you shouldn't because she's been on the internet heavy. Um the brat was a rapper from the nineties. She um was under So So Death, which was JD J D or Jermaine Dupree record label, you know, she was label mates with like um crisscross and um Bow Wow back in the day. And she was the one who always had like um she had a more of a masculine look. She had braids in her hair all the time, or like, you know, a lot of ponytails. Very colorful um type of um style. But that was the nineties anyway. And then she did like a stint in in prison. I don't remember for what, for, I think it was like a fight or something that broke out that she had a couple of years on her. She's also the sister to Lisa Ray, who um, we, most people know her from the Players Club movie. And then, you know, now she's, you know, out here doing a couple of things. And then she married that dignitary or something from an African um, country, I believe, and then he cheated on her, and it was a whole big thing. But um, the brat, <laughs> we wanted to go all into Lisa Ray's business, but the brat, uh, you know, after she came out of prison, she started doing radio. She's on um, Dish, the Dish, is it called the Dish? With um, Ricky Smiley, the comedian Ricky Smiley. She, she's been on there for. Dish Nation, I think it is. But I don't know. Something like that. She's been on there with Ricky Smiley for a couple of years. And about two years ago, she came out of the closet. And about a year ago or something around that time, I don't know. The pandemic that made me lose track of time. I don't know what was six months ago, two years ago, one year ago. It's all the same time for me. But not too long ago, she came out. Then she... Um, she came out because she was with her girlfriend, Jessica, um, which we all know her as um, BB Judy, which is a woman who started a hair growth line called Kaleidoscope. If, if you don't know, I, from what I hear, Kaleidoscope works really well. It's in a lot of stores, it's in Target now. Um, and so BB Judy got a lot of money, just to let you know. <clears throat> so they got together she um the brat then you know started putting it on the internet that they were together they got married and now the brat is having a baby and um it was big news one because she's a celebrity and they're a celebrity couple they also have a reality tv show right now on like i don't know we tv or something like that i've only watched like three episodes it's not for me but also because the brat is is over 40. I believe that she, let we don't even got to believe, we could just go on and look it up. How old is the brat? She is 48 years old. And she is having her first child now okay and the people was like it was a lot of controversy like oh she's too old to do this i i, I whatever let me just tell you one thing janet jackson had her baby when she was 50 and From what I understand, the bride had been trying to get pregnant for a while, and from what I understand, she was pregnant at one point and lost that baby. It was not a big, huge thing that they, you know, went through a lot, but I think because of the TV show, they must have covered it on there or something like that, or maybe she didn't talk about it until after she got pregnant and she, you know, let out this story and everything. This was right after the halftime show. This was... Uh, they announced this I think like we saw the halftime show with Rihanna and Rihanna revealed that she was pregnant and then I think on Monday or Tuesday right after that we got pictures of the brat revealing that she was pregnant and you know Rihanna is not young herself but I think she's in her mid-30s she's in her but the brat definitely forty eight. Janet Jackson had a baby when she was 50. People with the kind of money that they have, because when I tell you, I believe that, um, let me just see, but I believe that, um, what's her name? Judy Jessica is worth a couple millies. I believe she is worth a couple millies. And um, so they have, you know, and the bride herself is worth a couple millies herself. And so I think that, Um, people who have that kind of money have a different kind of, you know, health care. Because when you don't have to, you know, rely on what your insurance is going to tell you that you can and cannot have, rather than just being able to, um, you know, go out of pocket for what you want, in the services that you want, you get a different level of care. And then also, you know, a lot of people, my, the people that I know had to get up and go to work. And I'm not saying that the brat doesn't work, but she does have the luxury of not, you know, having to worry about the bus and the, and the bills and the things like that in the same way as quote unquote regular people have to do. So, you know, the care that will be taken from said woman is different now. I'm not saying that it's it's easier to be pregnant because it's not. We know that um, what's her name? Beyonce had a couple of miscarriages when she was, um, you know, trying to conceive her children, and I believe Jenna Jackson did too. But you know, I I think that they went. They of course they had you know some fertility um. They had fertility, uh, what is it called? Procedures done. I can't even think of words. They had fertility procedures done, and that was good, you know, for them because that's what you would probably need to do if you are a lesbian couple. And we don't know. We don't know if they had. This was a. This situation was an open. Um situation where there's a a male who may be you know connected or if this was all anonymous we don't know I don't know anyway I don't if there was a story about it I didn't read it (laughs) I'm not gonna lie to y'all I didn't read it but I still want to say congratulations because for people who would like to have children if they you know if they would like to have children and they can go about it and then they are successful, that's a happy thing. And clearly, she wanted to have children. Now, there was a point in a part of me that was concerned that this was not the brat that wanted this, but more Judy. Because, you know, Judy has children. I know she at least has one child, and she has a grandchild. So, for me, it's like, oh, I can't be having no babies when I got grandbabies. Like I, like I have a grandchild and you will not never see me push another one out, but the the grandchild wasn't the deciding factor for me. Let me let 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 y'all know I reached my limit of, of giving birth both well before the baby was the grandbaby was here. But if ever somebody had thought, maybe I might've wanted to think about it a little bit. Once that grandbaby was born, I'm not, I can't do it. I know there was a family who used to live down the street from, uh, my grandma when we were growing up and they had like 12 kids and so some of the kids is the same age as some of the grandkids and the nieces and the nephews is the same age as the brothers and the sisters it's a lot going on it's a whole lot a whole lot of but they you know when I was growing up anyway they seemed like a very close-knit family so it all worked out for them but it, it don't work for me Is all I'm saying. Anyway, congratulations to the brat If y'all get on the internet and see her picture, she looks beautiful. She looks happy, and that's all that. That's all we need to worry about. Now, I know there's a lot of people who want to be like, well, why would she want to have a baby if she want to be a lesbian? Because women, people, can still want to be parents. Like that don't have nothing to do with it. And another people- a lot of people are like, "Well, I don't even understand why she want to carry a baby when she don't even want to wear dresses. What's that got to do with it? I know a lot of women me personally, I don't wear a lot of dresses and skirts, but people still call me girly like the other day I was on the internet, I was talking to some people on the internet um on on a live stream and somebody was like yeah but you're really girly and I was like am I girly? I, w- I didn't even know that I was considered girly because I don't really go for skirts and dresses that much like I wear one every now and then but I just don't know how to I don't feel like I know how to you know find the right style of skirt and dress for my body so I wear What I think is fashionable, but I didn't really go, I I don't know if I would have considered myself girly, but then once they said it, I had to like reevaluate and I was like, hmm, maybe I am a little bit more girly, but that don't have nothing to do with it. Cause I know some women who are super girly, who is like, I'm cool off that whole giving birth thing. And I know some women who was mad, what you would call mad tomboys, straight women, mad tomboys. They, they got a good three, four kids. So I don't think that dress, the way that you dress decides whether or not you would like to be a parent. And I surely know that uh, there's no, that, that, um, it's not about, you know, who you love doesn't decide whether or not you want to be a parent because uh, people were just like well, why you know why would she want to have a baby if she wants to, to have a wife i know many women who are straight myself included who ain't never had no dude involved with their kids the only part of that was the part where they helped to create that child. And then after that, some people strolled off, rolled off. And I didn't have a partner at my house helping me when I needed to, you know, get up with bottles or there was a sick baby and I was sick or, you know, I needed to be at this place and they needed to be at that place and somebody else could help me because then I didn't have to cut time in either place. It not, none of that stuff happened for me. So I think that we, you know, when you are looking at it in that way, like, oh, why does she want to have a husband? I, not going to lie, husbands in my family, husbands ain't really a good thing. Like, it ain't never really worked out for anybody, you know, <laughs> in my family, like in the line of people that, you know, I know in my family. Husbands ain't been the greatest thing for us, But 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 people got kids. Children were raised, families created, you know? And so I think that we, that people look at that so crazy. You know, I know that I was talking to my friend the other day and she was saying like, don't you feel like it was better because you grew up in a two family household. And I was like, I mean, a two parent household. And I was like, let let me tell you something. First of all, I was in the house with my parents um, until I was 15. Okay. But these people were not, they were adult people who were in our house. They were not parents. Okay. You chalk it up to whatever you want, call it whatever you want. They were two people who were older than us in legal, of legal age, but they were doing very little parenting in the house. And no, I did not feel like I was better off. I do not have a lot of confidence. I do not, um, I'm not self, I, I just became self aware, you know, um, and um, the 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 amount of non loving words that were said in my home, compared to the amount of loving words that were said in my home. It don't it don't come nowhere close to equal, and so sometimes we need to understand this, that two people in the house does not make for a better upbringing. Sometimes it just makes for double the hell, you know. And if these two women, because the 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 when we're thinking about it and we're just thinking about oh, it's two women in the house, that's not going to be okay. But in my family, everybody grew up with, with just women in the house. We just grew up with just women in the house. I grew up with you know, we grew up with my grandma, my aunties, and we was in all everybody was in the house together, you know, working together to, you know, try to raise up some kids. That's what happens in my families. And I think that somebody saying, like, oh two women, it it's so many families that do it. I don't know why all of a sudden it is crazy because these two women want to do it because sometimes somebody might see them kissing. Like grow up for real like seriously y'all need to think better than that because y'all know a lot of people who ain't had no man or or at least no good man in their home or if there was it it, or there may not have even been any men in the house that sometimes you know they date and people but there wasn't anybody helping them to raise their children it's no different here y'all it's no different here it's actually somebody helping to raise a child so chill out with all that crazy thought about why this not okay because you are saying that something is not okay for your house that don't mean it's not okay for their house because what was going on in my house wasn't okay for most should not have been okay for most people when i was growing up but it happened anyway Okay? And if that did not happen, I would not be here talking to y'all right now. So, like, everybody, just congratulate the bride and congratulate Judy, Jessica, for this baby that they getting ready to have. Speaking of people having babies, Kiki Palmer had a baby. Kiki Palmer had a baby. Now, she's 29, so she, she, you know, she in baby-making time Uh, with less you know, less of the medical concerns, I guess. It, either way, she already had the baby, so she had a little baby named Leotis. Uh, I think it's Andrelton, Andrelton Jackson. They calling him Leo. He's a cute little baby with her boyfriend that she had posted on the internet. We didn't, I don't think we knew she had a Boyfriend until she posted that she was pregnant. So, uh, did y'all know Kiki Palmer was pregnant? Y'all know who Kiki Palmer is? Remember Akila in the B? Akila, she the cute little Akila. That's who um, had that baby. I I really like the personality that we see um, on the internet of Kiki Palmer. She seems like a genuine person when she's talking about real things, about real issues. I really like it. Kiki Palmer done had a. um Talk show, right now I believe she has like an internet, uh, um, a television network that's starting, or, or a television station. I don't know. Something is starting, or if it has not already started. I know she also has a podcast that is hilarious. She's funny, and um, she's a cute girl. She was the host on one of the uh, morning talk shows, wasn't she? Like Good Morning America, something like that. For a minute, she just. It's not Good Morning America. I don't know which one it was, but she was the host on one of the talk shows for a minute, and I thought she was cute. I believe she had her own talk show for a while. Um, She's on the internet crazy. And one of the best things that I really appreciate, not, okay, one one of, the best things I really appreciate is even though sis just had this baby, she's not already came out and been like, I commend single mothers because, even in these past couple of days, it's been hard to be a mother and I needed my whole village. For people who did not have a village, I commend y'all. I don't know how you're doing it. I think that you are a brave woman. Like, she really went hard. Tears, you know, but you know that postpartum. You get a little all the time. But still, emotional about the fact that understanding that having a village is a privilege and not everybody is... Um, given that opportunity to, you know, be helped and assisted in that way. I really appreciated that. But um y'all get on the internet and look at her little cute little baby pictures. See, see, you know, see her baby out there on the internet. See, you know, little baby Leo. That's what they calling them. Uh, little Leo out there on the internet. Cute Kiki Palmer out here looking like love. Y'all think she's going to try to get married next? I don't. Because I think she's of the Oprah school where she just don't feel like she needs to have a husband, you know. She just want to be out here. Y'all said it like this bad, but she want to be out here, you know, hanging out, having fun. And I think that that's that's a good way to travel. To be honest with you, to be honest with you, um. But hopefully, you know, her and her and this guy who the father of her children, her her children, her child, and her um current boyfriend can you know always be amicable that's what I ask for nowadays always be amicable we don't need all the nonsense going on with the people so yeah check out Kiki Palmer pictures on Instagram if you want to really see them go on Instagram if you ain't on Instagram get the googling hit the googles uh, Kiki Palmer, K-E, K-E Palmer, you can see her cute little baby, also, you know, you can see the brat's um, belly, if you want to, her photo shoot that they did, um, what I heard, their photo shoot, like, her, her, um, baby reveal, her bump reveal photo shoot was, like, Scarface or something, I don't know. I just saw like two pictures. I didn't know there was a whole photo shoot about it, and I did know it was scarface thing, but that's what somebody told told me from the internet. so you know how you you know how much you could take that. I don't know. I believe some of the people though, and um, so shout out again, shout out to them for that this, this story. I don't know how I feel about it yet we're gonna let's talk through it so Michael B. Jordan the star of creed, you know he's done many many movies many many movies um, and also we saw him you know grow up um in front of our eyes. He was on the red carpet. I don't know if it was the premiere for his movie because the new Creed movie just came out. I don't know if it was a premiere for that or if it was something else. You never know because Michael B. Jordan be all over the place because he Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan was on the red carpet. He, you know, when they do that, they have to go and talk to the press. And one of the people that he went to talk to was this woman named L'Oreal. L'Oreal was um, a rapper at one point. She had a podcast for a good while she was on a couple of reality shows as like a friend of type person she was never like a main person but she was on a couple of reality shows as the friend of some other people and she is in like broadcasting she does radio podcasts things like that and for whatever um blog or um news network she's with now she was a correspondent on the red carpet so michael b jordan goes up to her to take the interview and um during this she was saying you know we go back is what she said and he said oh yeah um the corny dude right you called me the corny dude now what happened is l'oreal and michael b jordan went to to high school together i believe it was high school it wasn't high school, it was middle school. And if it was middle school, this is even worse, but don't worry about it. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say high school. They went to school together. And when they were in school, at some point, L'Oreal was talking to another woman who was in school with them. And the woman was saying that, you know, they know Michael B. Jordan and Michael B. Jordan was corny when they were in high school. So when Michael B. Jordan sees her now, He's saying, oh, yeah, you think, you know, y'all said I was a corny guy, right? Remember, I was a corny guy. Look at us now. And there was, you know, she was saying like, oh, I, you know, yeah, I didn't call you corny, but you was corny. Like, whatever. Michael B. Jordan was just kind of like, yeah, but look at me now and look at you. Like, I'm a huge movie star and you here trying to interview me. And I felt like, now that I'm talking about it, I felt like, that sound corny, um part of me feels like that sounds corny y'all was in high school and let's stop acting like in high school there wasn't no corny dudes that then when you grew up they was fly number one they looked good and number two they you know came into their career and it's like oh look at you I you know that's not but that's not who you were in high school and why is it bad to say that you was corny back then if you were they were saying that, you know, he was walking around and from what I hear, the the conversation was like when he was in high school, he was walking around with like his head shots in his pocket. And people was like, that's mad corny. Like, dude, okay, we get it. Like you want to be in whatever. And I can see in high school and you got to put yourself back in high school when you was in high school. If you was part of the popular clou- crowd or a more popular crowd. Somebody who was not part of that crowd walking around talking about they going to be, you know, in movies, they sound like, I right, dude, I see you. And if you go back and look at Michael B. Jordan when he was on The Wire, he wasn't cute. He wasn't cute then. He wasn't the Michael B. Jordan man that he looks now. And so when we was in high school, he was corny. The same thing with like a Nick Cannon, right? Nick Cannon, when he was in high school, we all know when Nick Cannon was in high school, he was corny. He was not, no, um, you would not believe that he was one of the popular dudes. Right. But look at Nick Cannon today and people still call him corny for most of the stuff he do. Corny ain't disrespectful. It may have hurt your feelings when you was in high school, but you know, there's lots of people, there are, there are so many people who are celebrities who talk about how, when they were younger, people you know they were the nerd. They were the ugly girl. There's a lot of models who say that. Like, oh, when I was in high school, I was really ugly. I had bug teeth. I, I, I just whatever. And if people acknowledge that when you were there, does that make them mean, or is that just who you were? And usual corny dude. And I don't even know. Like, you know, I just feel like the fact that he tried to crown her to be like, oh, I'm here and you're there. Just because everybody, number one, can't be an A-list um, movie star. That's number one. And number two, it don't seem like that that's ever been L'Oreal's track. It's not like it was like, oh, we both was trying to be actors and actresses, and I made it big and you didn't. No, she's she's in a different lane. And the lane that she is, she, she's feeling you know, confident in her lane today. And what he did was make it seem like being in her position was bad. And I don't like that. And I think that's corny. It's like, Oh, look at me and where I'm at and look at you. And it's like, okay, dude, what does that mean? Don't you need people that want to interview you? Now all of a sudden the interviewer ain't good. You over here, you came over here to talk to me. You only came over here to talk to me because you wanted to say, Oh, I'm bigger than you now. Okay. She would, what she was saying was like yeah okay you was corny back then but you good like i i'm acknowledging you i'm not saying you know you wasn't weak i'm not even i'm not even out here acting like we was friends, she said, we go back to such and such days. If you went to the same school with somebody at the same time, y'all y'all go back to such and such days. If you knew me when we was in there, we do go back to those days. That doesn't mean I'm saying we was friends. I'm saying we we go back to those high school days. You remember me. I remember you from high school. We go back to them days. It's not me trying to pretend like we was friends. And I think that it was, I think it was a little bit corny for him the way he did it. Now, I don't feel like you shouldn't feel away about the fact that people was calling you corny back in the day, but I do think you should evaluate, were you? Because I feel like, you know, lots of people made fun of me when I was in high school. Um, There were some people who made fun of me and called me fat. I was bigger than some of the other girls. Um... Not too much bigger though. Not 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 don't get too heavy on me in high school. But I was bigger than some of the other girls. And there were some times that I could remember when um weight was a factor. And I but I have to, you know, think to myself, like, well, but was I was I a bigger girl? Yes, I was. Um or at least I believe that I was back then. That that those two things um can be true, but I think that corny isn't so bad. But I guess if you're the person that call him corny, then it is bad because you don't want to be corny. But if, but but did he think he was cool in high school? Because that's what I'm trying to figure out. Michael B. Jordan, what they were saying was, you know, Michael B. Jordan was walking around like he was somebody because his name was Michael Jordan in high school. And at the time when they were in high school, Michael, J- the Michael Jordan was, um, you know, it was a big name, and it was basically like, yeah, I mean, your name, yeah, your name, Michael Jordan, but you like corny compared to the Michael Jordan. Like that's, you know, whatever. And I think that he, not taking none of that in consideration, he also not taking in consideration that they was kids. Y'all was kids. You're not a kid anymore, sir. Um, and again, people will assume that you're not corny because you look good. How we know how he acts, Corny? We don't know. We don't know how he behaves as a person. We never really see Michael B. Jordan. We only saw Michael B. Jordan out here talking after um, he dated Lori Harvey. And everybody wanted to, you know, he was trying to get like a... I know this is just my side, But before this, Michael Jordan really wasn't trying to get connected to a, a Black community. He was just trying to be like, I guess... Um the everybody person, and then maybe he wasn't, maybe his publicist, his people were saying he wasn't getting enough, you know, on the black card, and so he dated Lori Harvey for a quick minute, but we all know Michael B. Jordan, well, maybe y'all don't all know, but what is being said is Michael B. Jordan usually dates Caucasian women he doesn't really date a lot of black women and you know now he getting mad because a black woman from high school called him corny in high school some people is just corny and that's facts. Like, everybody can't be the cool kids in school. And I just don't think, my problem is, is I think that Michael Jordan know that he was not one of the cool kids in high school. And maybe L'Oreal was uh, one of the cooler kids in high school. I could see it, giving her look that she would be considered one of the cooler kids in high school. Her personality, I could see that her personality might be able to push her towards the cooler kids in high school, and Michael B. Jordan wasn't one of them. And I think that this came from his jealousy of not being one of the cool kids in school and have one of the cool kids call that out in this day and age. Was it respectful? Probably not. It probably wasn't respectful, but it was two high school, two women from high school who were talking about their high school experience that had Michael B. Jordan as part of that. He was corny. I think that you know I, I don't know. I think that I think that it wasn't. I think that it's high school stuff. I think that if he felt like he'd have made it this far to be bitter about it i don't know i don't even know if he's bitter but the way that he brought it up was fine i think what really the issue for me was the fact that he made it seem like oh you called me corny and now you ain't doing nothing with your life but look at me and my life so but you was calling me corny again that don't mean you wasn't corny back then sir That's what we were talking about. I didn't say you was corny today. I said you was corny back then. And I don't know why that can't be true. Just because you don't like it? Well, you know, life is rough, I guess. And here we are. I feel like, you know, it's woman history month, how dare you talk about a woman like that? She's out here doing her thing. She's been steady working just like you, just because she's not, you know, her look his look carry him far um and he he just need to he just need to calm down for real he need to calm down i think that a lot of people just came to his defense and being like he could do it. And I think a lot of people came to his defense because he is the Michael, Jordan, Michael B. Jordan today. But we didn't know that man in high school. We did know that boy in high school. We don't know if he was corny or not. We don't know if she's telling the truth or not. But clearly it must be because um, another person said it too another person they went to high school, it wasn't just her. There was they were she was having a conversation with somebody else that went to high school with her. And they were saying that yes, Michael back they were saying Michael B. Jordan was you back in high school. So, you know, we just have Michael Jordan feeling away about it. We don't have him denying it. So like I don't know. But that's been that 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 was going around the internet for a minute. People had been talking about this Michael Michael B. Jordan situation and you know whether or not it was nice for her to say he was corny and whether or not it was okay that he should have brought it up on the red carpet and whether or not it was a lot of situation a whole lot of situation but the one thing I do know is they both got more money than me so (laughs) somebody call him and tell him to um, let me be on the red carpet I know celebrities I can ask questions Chris Rock's comedy special was on the other night. It was live on Netflix. I don't even know if it's still up. Like, I don't know if you can watch it again. But if you've been on the internet, people have been talking about it. Because clearly, we all knew that we were watching it to see if he was going to say anything about the slap from Will Smith. And he did. And one of the things that everybody is talking on is that Chris Rock said... Well, okay, not one of the things, two things. The first thing is that Chris Rock said that Will Smith had selective outrage and that it was crazy that Will Smith, um, decided to attack Chris Rock for saying things about, um, saying things about them, but he didn't say anything, he didn't attack any of the other people. And I don't know if I addressed this on this, um, podcast even though I feel like I did what my stance is is a lot of people did say things about Will and Jada a lot of people did not say those things in front of Will and Jada on in their face okay so we don't we can't compare the two we can't compare a person who has said some things on their television show on their podcast on their YouTube channel to a person who's standing in your face while you are getting ready to be honored for your works That is not the same thing. So you can't be like, well, he didn't say it to he didn't go and do, they weren't standing in his face, Chris, you were. And so since you were the one who was bold enough to say some things in his face, you also needed to be bold enough to take whatever the ramifications for that was. Because if we know there have been lots of comedians who have said things about celebrities and then later on those comedians say those celebrities later on confront them. So being like, oh, well he, it's just because I am who I know. No it's because you stood in his face and said the things that you said and since you wanted to stand in his face and his wife's face and say the things that you said then you are the one who would get approached that's how that works secondly my the other thing that was said was that he said that he did not fight back because um his mom taught him not to fight in front of white folks this might sound rude but Chris Rock in that same special talked about how his mother was so old that um, when she needed to go to the dentist, they had to go to the vet. So she was taught a different brand of how to behave around white people than the present 2020 um three. Um, black people are doing and so to be like oh because of how my mom who grew up in the Jim Crow era and had to get her teeth fixed at the vet told me how to behave in front of black white folks means that I still should behave that way we don't give a damn about what the white people think about us today Chris if you wanted to defend yourself you should have but Chris caters to white people more than he does black people and you could go back on it and you could argue with your with your grandma about that but that is true number one Chris Rock did not date, um, he did not date, uh, Mary a white, a black woman. His children, I believe are half Asian or something like that. I don't believe that he has a black, um, he, his ex-wife is black. Number two, Chris Rock has, is on camera. It is literally, you can pull it up on the Googles, on YouTube of Chris Rock letting, um another white comedian say the n-word in his presence while Jer- Jerry Seinfeld was saying like I don't think we should be doing this I don't think we should be saying this Chris Rock thinks it's funny because the way that he placates the white people is a different thing and then to be like oh we don't do this in front of white people Chris where you be that you don't be in front of white people like what are we talking about Oh we don't do this in the company of white people where then where do we do it because you don't have um non-white spaces around you sir as far as I can tell, you don't, and so I I don't understand. All of your comedian friends are um white people. I don't understand, like what we doing. And and and, and another thing, and another thing. Even on his show, he did not defend his joke and being like the joke was just fact because it was funny what he was saying was I should be allowed to talk about them because they talk about them if I want to talk about myself all day I can that don't mean you can't ain't nobody never talked about y'all ain't never heard anybody talk about or said yourself I could talk about my sister all day you can't talk about my sister and that's the thing Will Smith and Jada could talk about each other all day they could talk about each other to each other all day even if they doing it on the internet where everybody can see it that don't mean that they say in this okay for you to do it for your for you to make me to be a part of your jokes that's not what that is And again, the joke that he told didn't have nothing to do with their entanglement. So I don't know why he brought that up. It didn't have nothing to do with um, Will's career. So I don't know why he brought it up. He could have told many jokes about Will. Will was the one being honored that night. He could have told many jokes about Will. Why coming after Jada was the focus still doesn't make sense. And I don't like Jada. And I'm always mad when I got to defend people I don't like. But I don't like Jada. But that doesn't mean that that um, Chris wasn't wrong or it wasn't crazy that he said what he said. And I feel like if you're a comedian, stand on what you say and then take the reper- repercussions to it. Now, this might backlash on me because I do feel like I want to try stand up. Don't judge me. It's on my bucket list, so I'm going to do it. And, if, it. and if it kick off, I'm probably going to talk about somebody. Somebody's probably going to be upset about it. And I'm probably going to have to stand on my word, too. And maybe somebody might want to hit me. I just don't get, you know, why people are saying that it's okay to talk about Jada's hair or, or, uh, uh, doing a job that she never was going to try to do because of the fact that, um, they talked about their entanglement. I just feel like those two things don't go together. They just don't. If you wanted to make jokes about the entanglement, then you should. But also, I I also feel like it's really strange that people keep on doing all of this where they feel like you can make all these jokes about people because um jada and will were willing to be honest and say that you know sometimes and if this is not new that we know that jada and will will deal with other people we know that because they talked about how they their relationship is is they don't call it open but we all know it's open based off of the the conversations that they've had but um, Diddy around here having babies and sleeping with young girls and nobody saying anything about that. Like, that's fine. We're, 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 where's, where's, where's Will, where's Chris's, uh, jokes about that? Why you didn't talk about that all day? Like, it, you know, it's it's weird. It's weird to me that he's saying that. And then he tried to justify, you know, first it was, oh, I didn't fight. I, You know, I didn't fight because I don't do nothing. You know, we don't fight for the white people. Then it was also, well, they, they talked about their entanglement themselves on TV. So why couldn't I say nothing about them? You didn't talk about the entanglement. Then it was, well, she started it first. She attacked me first because she said that I shouldn't host the Oscars because her husband wasn't nominated for a um, Oscar. And that wasn't even the truth. The truth was she said that he shouldn't, he shouldn't host because the the Oscars were not nominating any blacks. The hashtag was Oscars so white. That meant that it wasn't Oscars don't like Will. It was they were not nominating any blacks for anything to win. And that's the truth. That was truth. And after that, after she asked for that boycott and then... And then, you know, a lot of the other actors started speaking out and being like, yeah, they don't nominate us. We don't get paid enough money, all all these things. Then it was like, oh, but they didn't want to give her credit for it because people just don't like her. Now, I don't know why in the industry people don't like her. I think, you know, it may be kind of like the... um, Monique thing where you know she's a black woman you shouldn't speak out about things as a black woman and in the time and when she was speaking out people was just like this is just how it go it's kind of the same Monique thing which is making me upset again because I don't even like Monique and I gotta kind of defend Monique because you know Monique you know speaks out about what she feels like is right for her now I always feel like her approach is wrong but damn you gotta, at some point, you gotta look at it and be like, uh, because she said you shouldn't do something doesn't mean she attacked you, uh, Chris. She was saying that you should stand with the rest of the black people and boycott this year. Not just because of one actor, but because of many actors. And a lot of times, it takes one personal and uh, situation to make people speak up about stuff. We don't have a lot. It, 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 when, when mad started, Mothers Against Drunk Driving started. Mothers wasn't talking about the mother. There, there would be a new mother on board once her child was one of the kids who was affected by a drunk driver. The same as police brutality. There's a lot of mothers. There's a lot of women who were not speaking out against police brutality until the police murdered their child. That's how that happens. So for him to be like, oh, because her husband wasn't... That's how it works, Chris. I felt like it before and I feel like it now that Chris Rock didn't have a defense. He knew he was wrong when he said what he said and how he ended up getting slapped. Again, do I really feel like um you know people should get hit i mean sometimes people do be asking for it just not gonna lie y'all y'all gonna have to take the dog today because i don't know what to do with her she playing with the toy anyway uh yeah i do believe that chris you know i do believe that chris doesn't have a defense which is why he's trying to use everything and these were all talking points that he gathered from the internet he was wrong he didn't need to talk about that woman. And instead of just saying like, okay, yeah, I shouldn't have told the joke, but he shouldn't have put his hands on me, which, which is what I would have accepted, but he don't know how to do it. Talk about, oh, I'm not going to go on these talk shows and talk about it. No, because you knew that you had a stand up comedy tour coming out and you were going to use it as, um, there was no reason to, to, to go do interviews because then how would you have used it as material for your comedy tour? We know why you didn't go and do it. We know why. Because you were usually going to use it for material for your comedy tour. And that's what you did. And so you you decided that what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep talking about these people, even though when I got slapped, I shut the hell up. You didn't keep talking about them in their face. Why didn't you come? When you were done, you didn't come back out and say another thing about that man or his wife. When he, when his thing was uh, announced as, and he was announced as... Um, as a winner, you didn't, you didn't say nothing about them then when you were standing right there and could have said all kinds of comedic stuff. You didn't say nothing then. No, you wanted to use it as material for your comedy tour instead of going and interviewing with anybody. People were like, oh, this is going to be great material. And you were like, yes. And who were you talking to? White people, Chris. Let's not do this. When I already did it, so now I'm going to tell you, you was, you're still in the wrong. I don't think that that Will Smith should have slapped Chris. I do think that there is a thing called F around you going to find out. And I feel like Chris F'd around. And then he found out. And I feel like if you know somebody... Keeps on having some um, people talking about them, talking about them, talking about them. You know pressure building. If you feel like you want to be the one who can test the pressure limits, then you test them. And I think that that's what happened. Chris was saying, I don't care. I'm bold. I'll test the pressure limits. People have been talking about them. I don't know if they like it or not. I don't care if they like it or not. I'm going to say stuff in front of their face. And when you did and what you said what you didn't talk about the entanglement. I don't think that there would have been huge outrage about the entanglement. I don't know. Let me stop lying. I don't even remember if he spoke about the entanglement. I don't think so though. But I don't think that they would have had huge outrage about the entanglement. I think they were prepared and are prepared and had been prepared to hear anything about the entanglement. But to attack her hair after you was trying to be, oh, let me do black women's hair um dvd documentary is disrespectful and crazy and out of line and it didn't make any sense and you didn't defend why you thought that that joke was relevant then i like chris rock as a comedian he has said some things but when you go back and watch some of the stuff that he says that's when it becomes a little cringe now, a lot of the comedians, when you go back and listen to some of the things they say, it's a little cringe. And that's cool. But I think that sometimes, you know, we have to look at, is, is his cringe because he's been placating to the white people? Because that's what I feel like. And I don't—and I ain't okay with it. I'm not okay with it. I'm not. So, you know, i I just feel like. At this point, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in it. I'm disappointed in what he said, but I'm not shocked. And that's what makes me even more sad. Is that I'm not even shocked. I'm not even shocked that this is how he went about this. And then gonna drop the mic on. Drop the mic on, you don't fight in front of white people, what? Let me stop. Let me hold my breath a little bit because it don't make no sense to me. We gotta do better if you thought it was funny go ahead and leave me an email at just saying podcast let me know what you thought was funny about it because at this point I really I I didn't think it was I didn't I don't know I don't want to say I didn't think it was funny because again I did not see it from the beginning so I if I can find it I'm going to watch it so that I can see if it was funny in the beginning i caught it at the at the tail end i literally caught it maybe five minutes before the will smith material started and so i i thought i missed it because i thought it was going to be that you know i thought he was going to hit it at the beginning to get it on out the way but no he saved it to the end which i thought was smart because then that keeps everybody watching but um you know the comedy special instead of them tuning out early but also y'all and uh Anyway, I don't got nothing going on this week. I don't got nothing coming up this week that I could think of. Typically, I plan out things to do for the weekend, but I don't have no plan. I've been taking myself on solo dates, and ever since I've been taking myself on solo dates, we've been real um, spontaneous with myself. <laughs> I've been real spontaneous with myself. I get on I get on the internet, it'd be like Wednesday, and I'd be like, what's going on? Let me see if there's something going on for the low, because I don't got no money. Nobody gives me anything. And I don't have no dates, because my DMs is empty, and nobody want to go on dates with me, so I don't know. <laughs> I, at this point, it just is what it is, but... It's been it's been kind of nice though because you know I'm having ref- I'm having a lot of self-reflection. I'm really learning what I do and I don't like because I'm not distracted by um you know trying to people please which I've learned that I am a people pleaser and I don't want to be one anymore. So, you know, I I'm, you know, being able to have a lot of self-reflection on myself with myself, but that's what self-reflection is, right? Anyway, uh, so, you know, I've been on a lot of solo dates. We, me, myself, and I have gone to plays. We went to the movie. We went, um, you know, just walking around windows, shopping. Um, I went somewhere else. I went to a play. I went to a concert. Uh, I went to a, a, um, aretha franklin review concert but it was a tribute concert but it was really nice and i did all that stuff myself and yes i got done up cute and everything well when i went to the movies i did not because the movies i am typically very cold and don't nobody see you so what you getting done up for i had on a cute sweatsuit and some hat and a hat some hats a hat But other than that, yes, I get myself done up like as if I was going on a date because I am. I'm dating me. And who else to get better? Who better to get cute for than yourself? So I get cute. I go by myself. I don't even really interact with people because I'm awkward when I'm outside, especially when I am alone. I am very awkward. That is something I need to work on, but I really don't know how to do that. Uh, I don't know how to push myself. That's my next step is learning how to push myself because my comfort zone has now become uncomfortable. Um, I'm uncomfortable in my comfort zone. I want to to move further. So that's, you know, my next step. So, you know, I don't know, whatever coming up, you know, we're going to talk about it. It's always something on the internet. So, you know, we're going to talk about it. Y'all want me to commit to it being next week. And I be lying to y'all mostly because I really have a, um, confidence issue. And so I be feeling like y'all don't even be really wanting to hear me, even though I see the numbers, I was I like, I don't want I ain't nobody want to, I got to do better I this, this year. Okay. Because it's lent, I got to do better. So, you know, if somebody want to hit me up on the, on, you know, any of my posts and be like, where the content at, that would be great because then I would know people was really looking for me. I'm on TikTok just, um, it's, it's me, Danny on TikTok heavy. Um, I post some of the stuff on Instagram, but most of the time it's on TikTok. Uh, I don't do anything on Facebook for real. I really don't because, um, it's not, it's not the greatest community over there. Just to be honest with you. Um, So, anyway, find me out here. I hope y'all have a wonderful week. The weather is starting to change. I mean, but also be, you know, be mindful because spring brings a lot of rain. Get you a cute pair of rain boots. That's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to shop for some. I probably ain't going to buy them yet, but I'm going to put them in my cart, okay? I'm going to put some cute rain boots in my cart for when the money show up. And then we'll see what happens. Anyway, y'all. It's been great talking to y'all. Y'all been listening to me. It's me, Danny, and this is Just Saying Podcast.